0: hear us through your AirPods, or see us on your laptop. How about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking queer money on the road this summer and fall. Visit queermoneypodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood.
1: Today, we're talking about the big B, bankruptcy. Is it for you? Is it for anyone? Well, let's find out. You're listening to Queer Money, episode number 226, on today's show, we're joined by Howard Devorkin, the chairman of our new partner, Debt.com, an educational and news site covering consumer debt. Howard's also the founder of Consolidated Credit Counseling Company. He's also the author of two books. The first book, Credit Hell, is a prescription for digging out of debt. His second book, Power Up, helps people who suffer from financial hardships, such as a job loss, navigate their finances. With over 25 years in the industry, Howard's a great resource of information for credit counseling and Debt.com's a great platform to connect with all the resources Howard and his team offer. We make the Queer Money podcast for you, so please email your money questions to questions at debtfreeguys.com, and we may answer your question in an upcoming episode. Now, on with the show.
0: There's personal finance for the masses. This is not personal finance for the masses. This is Queer Money. This podcast is sponsored by Capital One. Capital One is redesigning the banking experience by offering simple, straightforward, and seamless ways for you to bank from almost anywhere, so banking fits into your life, not the other way around.
1: Find out why the Debt Lasso Method is a better way than the Snowball or Avalanche Method for paying off your credit card debt by getting your free Debt Lasso Calculator at DebtLasso.com. Now, on with the show. So welcome, Howard, to the show. It's good having you.
2: Thank you very much for having me today.
1: Of course. So, would you mind giving us a background of of what exactly is bankruptcy?
2: Well, bankruptcy is the way for a consumer to eliminate any debts that they may owe that are existing. It also puts a freeze or a stay on any legal proceedings that would possibly threaten the ownership of those items, meaning if people are in. Foreclosure or cars getting repossessed, you file a bankruptcy, and you can stop that from happening at least temporarily,
1: so it sort of protects some of your assets for a period of time, I guess until the courts and whomever you owe your funds to um work everything
2: out. It actually in the long run doesn't protect anything. you're actually letting the courts or the what's called the bankruptcy trustee make the decision for what happens to your assets at some point in the future, which is sometimes not the best way to go if you're trying to get yourself back on your feet.
1: Yeah. And so that brings me to my, ne- my next question. What are the what are some of the pros and cons of, of doing bankruptcy? Why would want someone choose it over another option? And what would be the potential detriment?
2: Well, bankruptcy should be the last option. There's many, many ways to get out of debt. And frankly, a lot of the times, because of the aggressiveness of bankruptcy attorneys, they're going to tell you, oh, you need to file bankruptcy, whether it's the best thing for you or not. That being said, people go to them because they are lawyers and they are supposed to be honest and they are supposed to do what's right for the customer. However, that doesn't always happen. And certainly, in my experience, bankruptcy is not the best option most of the time. Bankruptcy is a good tool for certain people, but not everybody.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because you say this, because I think that there's a maybe a misconception or a kind of uh, maybe a pervasive feeling out there that bankruptcy is the way I can just get off the hook from everything that I owe, right? I think a lot of people have this mental idea uh, or projection that if I declare bankruptcy, everything just goes away and everything is going to be great
2: after that. But that's not the reality. That's the problem. Because in 2005, they changed the bankruptcy laws, which was pushing people to pay back some of the debt they owe. Before 2005 and 2006, the law became live. People could file bankruptcy, and you could just walk away scot-free. The Department of Justice, U.S. Bankruptcy Division, turned around and said, we got to make it a little more detrimental, and quite frankly, I was heavily involved in the bankruptcy process and actually helped develop some of those rules back in the early 2000s, and what typically happens is most people don't understand what bankruptcy is and don't educate themselves and go to a bankruptcy attorney thinking that they're going to be treated fairly, and that's not always the case. What typically happens is a person who wants to file bankruptcy has to first take a course, and this is where I came in, in play that educates the person, the consumer, for the available options that don't include bankruptcy, meaning you could go into credit counseling, you can get educated, you could do all these things before you file bankruptcy. It was meant to prevent people from going through and filing bankruptcy that don't necessarily need to file bankruptcy. Then you have to apply for either a Chapter 13 or a Chapter 7. Chapter 7 is the complete liquidation of your debt where you can just walk away. Chapter 13, you're paying back a portion of your debt that actually takes three to five years because you're making small incremental payments along the way. Then upon completing that, the consumer have to take an educational course, which essentially is a finance course, so they don't end up filing bankruptcy again. And these are all requirements of the U.S. Trustee's Office. And you can't file bankruptcy without taking those two courses.
0: I think that, uh, <laughs> that may... May help some people and I think may make some people think to themselves, well, I don't want to necessarily go through that. I'm going to I'm going to have to do all of that. Maybe I'll do this on my own or I'll figure a better way out of this situation.
2: Well, to be very frank with you, probably half the people that file bankruptcy probably doesn't. They don't have to file bankruptcy. There are other options and there are better options. You know, sometimes bankruptcy is the right option but not always. And it shouldn't be your first choice. It should be your last choice. Now, I will tell you somebody with significant assets should not be filing bankruptcy. Somebody with limited assets and limited future prospects maybe should file bankruptcy. Bankruptcy destroys your credit history. It destroys, you know, it takes away your personal assets, frankly. Now, Is that permanent? No. Some lenders specialize in lending to people who have filed bankruptcy simply because these people are actually very good credit candidates because there is a prohibition. Once you file bankruptcy, you can't file bankruptcy for another seven years. So that's not a bad candidate. And by the way, if they file bankruptcy, there is no more debt. But you're going to pay the price. If you're running a balance, because you file bankruptcy, you're going to pay higher interest rates in any debt that you get, regardless if it's a car loan, a mortgage, or even credit cards.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I I wasn't aware of the fact that you couldn't file again for seven years, which – is a good thing. I mean, I guess it makes sense because, you know, a lot of people may see this as a reset button. I'm just going to start over. And if they get, it's, I guess it's kind of, you might think of it similar to divorce. People go through one divorce and, oh, I'll just get divorced again if I find somebody that I don't like. And then they may have the same kind of mentality or thinking when it comes to bankruptcy.
2: Well, the rules that we developed back in the early 2000s were not meant to be punitive they were really meant to be more educational so that people would not look at bankruptcy as a first option they would look at it as the last option it was just frankly it was too darn easy right in in the 90s you know and also bankruptcy was losing its stigma frankly you know, when I was growing up, and I think I'm maybe a little older than you guys, actually probably a lot older than you guys, but it was bad to file bankruptcy. It was almost a scarlet letter right. on your chest, a big scarlet B, uh, then a scarlet A, With uh, when, when we go back to our uh, English lit <laughs> classes. But the scarlet B was a bad thing. And you were looked, you were frowned upon, whether in the 70s and 80s. And then 90s, it started to look a little different. And I think that was kind of pop culture took over, where we see some of these superstars filing bankruptcy, which was absolutely bizarre because these people were on top of the world one minute and then they were out of money the next minute. We saw MC Hammer. We saw Mike Tyson. We saw a lot of people file bankruptcy and and get back on their feet rather quickly. And it wasn't good for pop culture, to be frank with you. It wasn't good for mere mortals to <laughs> believe that uh, bankruptcy was a great option because it's not. It should be the last option because it does have a major impact on your life, and anybody that says that my life hasn't changed because I filed bankruptcy, they're not being honest with themselves and probably not honest with you.
0: How does your bank support the LGBT community? Not at all? For Pride in June? Or 365 days a year? Capital One proudly supports the LGBT community throughout the year. Maybe it's time to support a bank that supports us. Go to DebtFreeGuys.com forward slash cafe for more info.
1: Hi, I'm Louise Chernin. I am with Washington State's LGBTQ and Allied Chamber of Commerce. We are about business development, looking at everything through the eye of equality, equity, diversity, and inclusion, and investing over $600,000 a year in LGBTQ students. Join us. Check out thegsba.org. We welcome everybody. So you mentioned earlier that bankruptcy has an adverse effect on your credit score, and we know it can bring it down uh, pretty precipitously. What kind of long-term consequences are there uh, beyond your credit score, maybe even with your tax consequences with bankruptcy?
2: Well, it's interesting because the rule of thumb is taxes could never be included in a bankruptcy, nor could student loans. These days, Recommendations most attorneys are going to recommend you just put them in there and let the bankruptcy trustee sort it out whether they're going to allow it or not because there's all sorts of taxes and there's all sorts of student loans. But there are consequences. Obviously, the major one is your credit rating goes down and it'll stay down for seven to ten years. Also, you know, there is a court filing on your credit reports that shows that you filed bankruptcy. So there is some detrimental effects, not nearly what it should be, because in my mind, you're walking away from your debt, and frankly, a lot of the times, it could have been avoided. Now, there are certain times when people have to file bankruptcy, and it's Mm -hmm. not from mismanagement of money. Things happen. Life happens. You get sick. You lose a job. you, You get divorced. Who knows? Lots of things happen to throw people off what I always call the tight rope of credit. But there are other options. The first option should never be bankruptcy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think we had Jay Fleischman, who's an attorney, on our show several years ago, and he said, "I'm probably the only bankruptcy attorney who said says off the bat, please try not to hire me." (laughs) That was very, very kind of him.
2: Because he knows, and he's an honest guy. But unfortunately, you know, a lot of bankruptcy attorneys they're desperate for money, as everybody is. But unfortunately, they are doing a lot of volume and the more people they sign up, the Mm -hmm. more money they make. And you know, I'm not going to say that they're leading people astray, but sometimes the intentions are not good. Mm -hmm, And there's many options before. And frankly, that is why I started Debt.com to give people options, to give people the ability to choose what programs better for you. And frankly, You know, whether it's debt management, credit counseling, whether it's debt settlement or bankruptcy, we're going to tell you honest advice, to be Mm -hmm. frank with you. You know, we're going to point you in the right direction. And the one thing that that I can tell you unequivocally is that, you know, if somebody goes to Death.com, they're going to get the truth. They're going to get it straight. And we're not going to lead them down a path. We're going to tell them what they should do.
1: Yeah, and this is exactly why we're partnering with Debt.com because you can help people in ways that we can't and uh, we know your heart's in the right place. And You have some great resources such as debt management, uh, debt settlement, student loan consolidation uh, that are maybe better options for people to look at before they consider bankruptcy, but you can help them with that. So to answer my next question, what what is the bankruptcy process and how exactly can Debt.com help our listeners if they think that this is the solution that they need?
2: Well, this is the solution they need. They should call our officers or to obviously just tap into debt.com and talk to one of our certified credit counselors that can give you an honest appraisal of where you are, where you're heading, and if a program that we offer makes sense. And frankly, you know, the one thing that We should realize, and it's funny, we're having this conversation because earlier this week, I gave a speech to a new group of recruits and saying, we're always going to do the right thing for the consumer. I've been doing this for 27 years now. Uh, I just dated myself, guys. But (laughs) at the end of the day, I am not going to put somebody in a program just to make a buck. First of all, I don't nice. need it. And second of all, it's not right. We have built our reputation of being the honest people in the business. We have built our reputation of taking the client first, and we're always going to do the right thing for the client. So we're going to do an analysis of the person's income. And then we're going to look at their expenses. We're going to look at their expenses and maybe even make suggestions on how to save people money. And then we're going to dive into their debt and figure out what program they actually need. Do they even need a program or do they just need to be pointed in the right direction and get education on their own or maybe hit our website for some of that education? Or do they need a debt management plan? Do they need a debt settlement plan? Do they need tax help? Do they need student loan help? Or do they need actual bankruptcy? We're going to tell it to you. We're not lawyers. We're not lawyers, but we're going to try to advise and give the best advice possible. Wonderful. And if we can partner with, if we can send you with one of our partner companies that do that specific job, you're going to be better off.
1: Nice. And to that point, if debt.com and the client determine that bankruptcy is the solution, is an attorney needed and can debt.com help our listeners find that appropriate attorney?
2: Absolutely. We have a network of attorneys that we will send out a referral to. They have been vetted. We have a very, very in-depth vetting of our partners, in fact, they have to fill out a questionnaire, kind of almost a good housekeeping seal of approval. We do our independent investigation on all our partners so we don't put people with the wrong providers and then comes back and hurts us. We will right. never put people in a bad position and and frankly you know as i said i've been in this business a long time and i've seen lots of good people and lots of bad people and you know we don't want a partner we don't even want to uh, frankly associate with bad people and we won't do it
1: yeah nice it's great thank you very much so to our listeners if you're curious if you think bankruptcy is a solution for you or if you want to learn more about debt.com you can call them directly at 844 844- Three three four seven eight one three again. That's eight four four three three four seven eight one three. Or you can simply go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash two two six and be directly to debt.com. Any other ways that our listeners can connect with debt.com that you can recommend?
2: Well, always go to your link, but there's lots of information on the dotcom site. But obviously, we want you to go through your site if possible, but they can obviously click on their keyboard, debt.com, and go directly. But frankly, if we know it's coming from you, we'll treat those people extra special.
1: Awesome. Thank Thanks you so much. Emily. We appreciate you coming on the show and explaining this to us, and I think this will be wonderful for our listeners.
2: Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Howard, for taking the time to visit us on Queer Money. We really appreciate it. Thank you, our listeners, for listening to another episode of Queer Money. Here's your takeaway from this episode. Don't assume that bankruptcy is an easy fix for your debt problem or that it's a solution for you. As you heard, bankruptcy is not for everyone. Call 844-334-7813 or go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash 226 to connectwithdebt.com to find out, For certain, if bankruptcy is for you, and if not, what other solutions may be a better fix? Remember, we make the Queer Money Podcast for you, so please email your money questions to questions at debtfreeguys.com, and we may answer your question in an upcoming episode. Thank you again.
0: And now a quick word from our sponsor. Capital One's checking and savings accounts have no fees and no minimums. And with one of the best saving rates in America, you can rest easy watching your money grow with no fees to bring you down. You can open an account in about five minutes, which means you are only about five minutes away from getting your savings to grow with one of the nation's best rates. Commit, trim,
1: lasso, automate, monitor. That's the debt lasso method and it's helped pay off over $250,000 in credit card debt in less than two years so far. See what it'll do for you by getting your free debt lasso calculator at debtlasso.com.